0: Is he rubbing Chris's temples while he's laying on a couch?
1: Welcome back to the most entertaining podcast about nonsense you've ever heard. This episode is brought to you by the amazing people at EvapoRust. The original Super Safe Rust Remover. It's non toxic, environmentally safe, water based formula that removes rust without the hassle of scrubbing. It is biodegradable and also reusable several times before the solution is spent. Check them out at evaporust. I am Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metalworks, joined by my co host, Roy Scott from Vintage Axeworks. This is. The Axe and Iron Podcast! We're back!
0: One fucking take on that, yo. Dagon. We're back!
1: We're back! Eat
0: it's been, that one. It's been, Eat. it's been like two weeks, huh? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. How you doing? I'm it's the good, first time man. I've seen I'm your ugly been, face in a while. I'm busy! I'm
1: busy! I need to go hike two weeks in Montana because you lost some weight, dude.
0: Yeah, I did. Um, You're looking
1: good. You're looking fit! Well, well, you still look like a psychopath. No, you look no, like no. A, so let's be let's straight. I've always
0: looked good, motherfucker. Now I look <laughs> a little better.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. You know what? Let me take a second to talk about our sponsor, Evapo Rust. I've never told this story before on the podcast, but I'm going to tell it now. Here we go. I was wanting to restore, well, I've always been restoring tools, but. Uh, I wanted to try Evaporus uh, several, I want to say about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, and I could not find it in a retail store. I wasn't one to order stuff online, but you can order this online. So, if you want to go to Evaporus.com or uh, Amazon, I know they run several specials. Anyway, I contacted them via DM on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She actually found... A retail store, tractor supply, right up the street from me, literally not even asked me my address. And then she she called that store and she found out exactly what aisle it was in. What shelf? Yeah, what shelf it was on.
0: Dude, this is the epitome of laziness on your part. No God, come on. That
1: was outstanding customer service by yeah, no kidding. It was crazy because I had been in the store several times and I'm like. (laughs) Why do they not carry it? They should carry it. And Evaporus it, contacted me back like within the hour and was like, "Chris, go to aisle four. Check oh the my shelf, God! Check the third shelf up, and there it is. There's Evaporus. I can't,
0: I can't so, believe you're telling this story. This is embarrassing. Oh,
1: <laughs> it is kind of embarrassing, but at the same time, it's te- it's it's showing is uh, it? you know that they actually care. They actually customer service was like spot on with with a. Um, you know, a company that helps you restore tools, and we love seeing all of you guys that are out there restoring tools and tagging myself, Roy, and Evaporust. It's amazing. I've been seeing a ton of axes restored in Evaporust, which I don't know how I feel about that
0: because. So I got a story axes. for you. I got a story. I got a story for you. Let's hear. Yeah. Axes, axes are for what? Say motherfucker. <laughs> axes.
1: Are, I was gonna say axes are boring, but that's okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Come on. Let's
0: hear the story. What's the story? So um, whenever I was driving back from Montana to here, I called one of my buddies and I said, hey, so what's uh, what's the new? You know, what's the news? What's uh, what's some axe gossip? And he's like, well, you're not going to believe this. I got on this one site and someone found a black raven and they wanted to know how to restore it. And they someone suggested uh, put it in evaporus. So then he reposts this or something. I'm, I might get all the details a little fuzzy, but the discussion was should I put a black raven in evaporus? And apparently the internet, the axe internet nerd, freaked just, out. They just freaked the fuck out. Really. Oh my god! And then someone else said, like, what's the best way to remove rust on an axe or whatever? Three ways. Um, so, evaporust, electrolysis, or um, vinegar, yeah. and people were just like. apparent I haven't. I haven't looked at this post, so again, I might get some details wrong. But apparently, all these nerds just went crazy because they don't. They don't. Apparently, they don't know that evaporust stuff is. It's perfectly fine on etch. I have put multiple Sebastian. black ravens in yeah. evaporust.
1: Yeah, they're so, scared it's going <clears> to <throat> take the etching off.
0: I guess so. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, dude, whenever I got that stuff, I put that uh, bluegrass hay trolley in there. I just dumped yeah. it in for like two days, and I pulled it out, and it still had blue and gold paint on it. If, yeah,
1: a lot it, of
0: people
1: – like when we say in the intro that it's a water-based formula, it is a water-based formula. There is no chemicals. People ask me like, oh, what's it smell like? And That's got to be harsh on your hands because I do like pictures of me and video. Right. And it's like, no, you don't understand. This stuff is like – it's it's water-based like yeah it's not chemical it's not tons of chemicals you know it's like it's safe and yeah it's it's pretty crazy but yeah it doesn't it doesn't remove shit like that
0: no and i was actually really surprised that no one piped in and said have you looked at vintage axe works feed he's been using it on tons of freaking axes Um, well they probably
1: did do that and just didn't want to credit you because they're just like
0: yeah they're like oh fuck
1: that guy exactly (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah but evaporust, guys, tag me, Roy, tag, uh, tag evaporust, tag vintage axe works, tag Mount Works. We love seeing you guys use evaporust. It's amazing. Evaporust. Let's talk about Montana.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so,
1: so, give everybody the rundown if they didn't know what, what the, you did. Like, I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but let's, sure. let's hear the.
0: Uh, so. Um, There's this place in Montana. It's called the Bob Marshall Wilderness. It's just south of Glacier National Park, um, kind of Missoula, northwest area of the state. Very For those of you that uh,
1: can't see the podcast, we're on video right now. Roy just took his hat off, and I was completely blinded by the glare. It's true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bob Marshall Wilderness. So I have been in there four times before. I I did... uh, A nine-day trip, another nine-day trip, a 14-day trip, and then a nine-day trip. So the last time I did it was seven years ago, and it's been five years since I've been out west uh, to do any fly fishing or see any of my buddies or anything. So I put this trip together. I get there Thursday. uh, I don't know what the date was, and my buddy from Spokane drives over, and I like beer. I like IPAs. So At all these gas stations that I stopped at on the way out there, There there's these awesome, delicious Northwest IPA. So I'm like, I gotta get this one. I gotta get this one. I gotta get this one. Long story short, he did the same thing on the way over there. Dude, fucking lights out, blasted, fucking drunk Thursday (laughs) (laughs) night. Jesus.
1: It was. Didn't you say right before you left, you like, I'm Uh, no boots, no 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 boots. (laughs) Yeah. I gotta get in shape. I'm going hiking up in the mountains, and I I can't out of shape and then you guys like drive all this way to go get drunk it's Amazing. Oh,
0: so he got rip-roaring drunk i was very very tipsy anyway um day one it's uh, a four mile hike to the top of the mountain two two thousand foot elevation gain we're about three quarters of the way to the top he's already run out of water and he's just hung over as fuck and then He's, he reaches in his pack and he grabs this, uh, it's like an energy thing. It's called a stinger. It's an organic stinger right. thing. It's like a honey waffle thing. And he eats it. And he's like, oh, God, I shouldn't have eaten that. So for like four more hours, he's dry heaving, like doubled over. He's like, I never should have eaten that stinger. And he is sweating. He's gagging and completely dehydrated. We roll in eight miles later to our first camp. And both of us looked at each other, covered in sweat, salts like drip, like like you can see the crusty salt on us. And we both look at each other and we go, how in the fuck are we going to get out of here? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and this is the first day? <laughs> the first fucking day. And you guys were going uh, for how many days? Nine days. So we are going to do it. Nine days. We're we're gonna gonna the first a, day you were ready to call it quits. We were straight fucked. <laughs> <laughs> So, second day, wake up. Um, I'm already dehydrated because I did not get enough to drink the day before. And then I start walking, and it's another eight-mile hike to the second point before we get to the river. And, dude, seriously, without exaggeration, I felt so nauseous that every step was fucking painful. And I was dry heaving. I was, I threw up in my mouth three times over an eight-mile that, hike. That's
1: disgusting. It was,
0: it was, I had this acid reflux stuff. Coming oh my all up, God, dude. It was so miserable. So you guys drive,
1: you yourself drove 30 hours, 30 hours. You, you bought beer the whole way <laughs> and you get drunk and you go, you go hike up a mountain hungover, throwing up in your mouth the whole next yeah. day. That sounds and, like an amazing start to a trip.
0: So, <laughs> so I, <laughs> I took one beer with me, and he took – he had all these little, like, little uh, uh, poly, poly flasks full of, like, vodka, like, flavored oh vodka. And by the second day, we were just like, alcohol, no, fuck Just this. dump and it <laughs> all out. So he dumped all the vodka out. I, I strategically placed a beer in the stream. So someone is going to have, like, a fucking – you know, a, a great fucking score day – at the end of a long hike, they're gonna find one unopened beer. I, t- I tucked it in right in the stream. Oh, cool. um, <clears throat> but the third day we got to the river. Um, it's it's about twenty, depending on how you go in. It's it's twenty to it's twenty one to twenty seven miles to the river from the road, just uh, depending on which pass you go over on Jeez. foot. Yeah. So we finally got to the river on the third day, and a fucking bear walks into our our camp scares the shit scares the shit out of us i do like i said i've been back there many many times was this ever was this at night or during the day no it was at night we're getting ready to hang our food so every night you have to hang bear bags yeah uh, yeah yeah so we were on our way to hang the food um i had been fishing downriver about a mile by myself went through all this scraggy brush um came out ate dinner and then walk back to that scraggy brush area to go hang our food. <laughs> Everybody in Montana is going, What the fuck is scraggy <laughs> brush? They know what it is. <laughs> right on. Um, and then this fucking bear just pops his head up. And I was like, Bear, bear, there's a there's a fucking bear. And Josh, who was in front of me, he already rounded the corner and did not see it. We freaking lock eyes with this bear and we start backing up because. Yeah. Uh, we didn't even have our bear spray with us we don't we didn't carry guns it's just too fucking heavy yeah. um, so we're we're backing up and then he was like it's running toward us it's running and I was like oh fuck so we start backpedaling really quick oh and he's like oh my wait my god it, he's like wait a minute it's not running it's just weird cuz it was like you know that um, kind of the daylight that's going down the sun's behind the mountain it's a big black bear like were you were guys still shadows dumb? No, we were still <laughs> fucking drunk. But dude, seriously, I was weak as fuck. Every muscle was cramped up. Um, Good, you deserve every in, bit of that. Including my butthole. Whenever we saw that, <laughs> <laughs> so we back up, go get our bear spray, and it's kind of walking toward us. Start clapping, whistling. Yeah, I threw a bunch of rocks at it. And this then it was a t- big black bear, you said. Uh it was a black bear and it was probably a couple years old um yeah. not not full grown but definitely uh, okay. not a, definitely not a cub. Well I mean a um, cub
1: a cub would look full grown to you so. A oh, fuck <laughs> <laughs>
0: If a cub stood oh. on its rear legs, it would be All right, here oh, Come on, come you. on. So you're giving me shit about fucking giving you know me shit about big head jokes. You need to come you up should, with some short You jokes.
1: should have just taken your hat off, and the glare yeah. would have blinded the bear, and he wouldn't have been able to attack you. Like it's like the $5 million man here. You idiot. Or billion, dollar. was. So the bear didn't kill you guys, obviously.
0: No, but... um. For the rest of the trip, I mean, we're on high alert the whole time. And did, you normal, like a, did you have a Revenant moment,
1: like the, the, the Revenant movie? Did you ever see that where he fought the grizzly bear and he <laughs> ends up killing the grizzly bear and then he slept inside the grizzly bear?
0: Yeah, sure. That's exactly <laughs> what we did. Yeah. I'm, I'm, wear, I'm wearing the rug right you now. You kind of look like it. Leonardo DiCaprio Oh, right God. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> And I'd I'd kill oh, it I'd killed to have that hair. <laughs> okay, so what happened? What happened in the after that? Nothing. He ran off, and then um, you guys were cowards for the whole rest of the trip. Well, not cowards, but yeah, just just on Broad edge. Yeah, yeah. So we did like nightly patrols. We never went anywhere without our bear right. spray. Hung our food hundred yards away. Just made sure everything was nice and secure. Uh, but then the next day, we're walking. So the next morning, excuse me, it starts to rain, and I'm like, "We got to get up, get the fuck out of here. I don't want the tent wet." So we pack up. Starts fucking snowing on us. Um, it's freezing. The rain Jeez. is the rain. The rain and snow is coming in sideways. We get and when fucking. You, and yeah. when you left Kentucky, it was probably 95 degrees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah. like swamp ass everywhere. And now I'm right. bundled up. Um, Jesus, that's crazy fucking snow is piling up on the ridges it's coming in sideways at us and we're walking down the trail because like there's nothing you can do except get to the next fucking point so i don't know if you remember that i was talking about you just happened to roll up on these outfitter camps
1: yeah 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 yep so when we were talking I, to brandon from yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Whiskey, yep. whiskey river yep
0: yep so we found one that was um they had already started oh setting my it god up. did they have bourbon and shit in it again? no dude <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Did you guys had, rob
1: the tent again?
0: They had a whole fucking spread. They had two outbuilt, two out tents with cots in it. They had a full kitchen, but the kitchen had a bare wire around it with a solar fucking charger to it and we we're like well, I'm I'm not touching that. Yeah. So, so
1: but had, they like, had a little
0: mini electric fence. Yeah, a little little, yeah. little mini electric fence around the whole the whole kitchen. They had two outhouses that I took advantage of. Jeez. Um and <laughs> and they had two
1: you shit stu- in the guy's outhouse? Yeah. You shit it, in the guy's outhouse before he... He didn't even get the shit there yet, and
0: you dude, shit in it already. I checked. It had been used plenty. <laughs> Come on. By the bear. <laughs> <laughs> so they had two tarps set up, one for a feeding station and then another for a saddle station. So we just set up the tent underneath the saddle station under this fucking tarp, weathered it out until the evening, and then I was like, I, I need to go fucking fish, so I went out fishing. It's still snowing, about a mile away from camp, and my buddy Josh. I mean, I can I I can just feel him. Like I can just feel the pressure of him going, come on, come on, hurry up, hurry up. It's fucking snowing. It's it, the sun has gone down. And what he I'm, wanted I'm, you I'm, like
1: <clears throat> hurry up with the fishing?
0: Yeah, because I I was I was, this one fish was feeding and he was jumping like porpoising out of the water. And it's a huge golden brown fucking cut cutthroat just beautiful fish and i was throwing every fucking thing at him but the kitchen sink and uh tied my fly didn't work tied on another fly tied on a wet fly tied on a streamer like nothing was working and i could just feel him like tapping his toe like come on roy come on let's get the fuck back let's get the fuck out of here um so i finally conceded we walked back um and just cold, wet, and miserable, went to sleep, walked to the ranger station the next day, and the ranger was like, uh, do you guys get some snow up there? And we're like, uh, fuck yeah, we did. And he goes, he goes, looks at his thermometer, and it was, the last read on it was 20 freaking degrees. And we wow. were, we were miles upriver, higher elevation. They didn't even get rain, but we were getting freaking snowed on. Um, okay. so who, so who knows how, cold it was and the rest of the trip every fucking morning did you hang
1: on did you shit in the ranger
0: station too <laughs> <laughs> welcome to did you, <laughs> a, the poop did you have a little beer story belly or? at the ranger station too A little. no i no. did not poop at the ranger station um <laughs> uh, but for the rest of the trip every freaking morning we got up our water was frozen so it was below 32 every freaking morning one morning, or one evening, we heard a whole bunch of, uh, wait, not a whole bunch, we heard a couple of wolves howling around, saw a big moose on the, on the trail, um, I caught tons of big freaking cutthroat, caught some mountain whitefish, we ate two of them. What is a mountain <clears throat> whitefish? So here's the thing, fly fishermen, um, they think whitefish are trash fish because they think they're bottom feeders, but they're yeah. not at all. So they okay. have this like little sucker carp mouth, and it's a oh, real, okay. It's, it's a real soft mouth, and they don't go to the surface. They only eat like little nymphs and stuff yes. like that. So, I, <clears throat> I was catching quite a few whitefish, and this is like the best known secret or best kept secret of the Northwest. Whitefish, you can keep twenty five fish per day. Yeah, and they, t- and they taste like fucking cod. Um, oh, they, no kidding. They so
1: they're they're good. So
0: white and flaky really light um <clears throat> but that's
1: interesting what what that is is um uh you know i fish a lot we we call them uh they're called fall fish here and you catch them in streams and it's the exact right. same it's the exact same thing but yeah they're called fall
0: fish and we can they get up to a pretty big size too the biggest fish i caught on the whole trip was a white fish yeah and we were and gonna fight eat. yeah yeah yes. for sure we, and we were gonna eat this this fish and i was like josh this fish is too big for us like i don't want to waste this fish i mean it's yeah you know so we just threw it back and got another little white fish got another little cutthroat and proceeded to overcook and over the fish oh, so but course. we ate them all we had <laughs> 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 so when
1: you when you were initially going on this trip you told me that you were going to pack food but then you also catch your food that sounds right. so cool so you like you would you would essentially
0: not have food for that day, and you guys had to catch fish to eat, right? Correct. However, because, what's that? He, well, Josh just overpacked. He brought so much fucking uh, food. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he was like the Costco yeah. or Sam's Club. <laughs> he was.
0: He had the big, the big so, industrial size snack packs and shit. Dude, I, I he brought so many full meals that there was like one day where I ate, I ate like um alfredo for breakfast wow freaking pesto pasta for lunch and then chili chili mac for dinner and he was like just eat everything i don't want to carry this shit anymore wow his his pack was really heavy
1: yeah yeah because you gotta like you gotta keep that in mind when you're packing before you go right you're gonna be hauling this shit the whole time there's no car you can just like take your bag back through so
0: yeah and you don't want to you don't want to just throw food at my, like, that's part of the bear problem, just habitualizing bears uh, with food and stuff. So I tried to eat everything that we could, but I came home with a whole bunch of snacks still left over because like, seriously, um, whenever you're hiking for, you know, four to seven hours, you really don't get hungry. right? Like the, the thought of food just makes, makes you nauseous. Yeah. So I was eating very, very little. And Josh, who's bigger than me, he was like, dude, you're going to end up going home gaining weight because you're eating all these fucking meals. He goes, I've been, I've been keeping track of my calories. I've been lose. I've only been consuming like a thousand calories a day. And sure enough, he lost 15 freaking pounds. Um, oh, cool. I don't, I, I don't know how much I lost, but I definitely lost some.
1: Yeah, you look good. A little more fit, a little more tone. You can see your jawline a little bit. I need to go hiking right. in the mountains and get on that. Uh, get on that plan. Yeah. So, did you Fucking guys fish the entire time? Is that like what? That that's pretty that, much what you did to occupy your time.
0: That was well, part of the
1: part of the journey, right? It was like yeah, fly
0: fishing. So that, that's that's the purpose of the trip to go fly fishing. But honestly, I mean, when people say, "Oh, do you just kind of lose your mind and just in the moment?" It, no, no, the, like. You get to camp, and it's chore after chore after chore after chore to be able to go fishing in the evening. And whenever I say chore after chore, okay, you get in. You got to set up your tent, sleeping bag, sleeping pad. uh, Let's go hang a bear bag. Uh, Maybe you want to fucking wash off in the stream, so I got to get the soap out. I got to go down to the stream. I got to get my towel out. I got to get freaking, you know, it's just (laughs) like everything is a process, and you have to think three or four steps ahead.
1: No, it sounds and super fun, actually.
0: It it is, yeah. and th- the trail and the terrain is fucking relentless. Um, even on the way out, we did 15 miles in seven hours, up and over, over a pass, 3,000 foot elevation gain, 2,000 foot loss.
1: Wait, you did 15 <clears throat> miles in seven hours?
0: Yeah, it was brutal. Over, oh, wow. a, and we did a 3,000 foot um, elevation gain pass over uh, Gordon Pass. And then the shitty part of it, so once you get to the top of the mountain, you're like, okay, yeah. it's downhill from here. I, There's the car. It's it's seven miles away, straight downhill. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> we, went, <laughs> we went down this draw following this creek uh, out of Upper Holland Lake. And then you get to the toward the bottom of the creek. And then the fucking trail gains about another thousand feet to go around the main yeah. lake. And then you have to lose another thousand feet. To get down to the car, so it's just like when I say the trail is relentless, it's it just never fucking gives up, and it yeah. just kick, kicks your ass all the fucking time. And if it's not the trail, it's the terrain. There's so much um, forest fire burnout up there just over the years. Right. No shade, big boulders, reflecting sun, just pound and pound and pound. All the mountain passes are like southwest facing slopes, full sun exposure. It's just one extreme just, to the next. It's just brutal. Yeah. But I would do it again in a fucking heartbeat. So I will say this. The 35-year-old version of Roy did much, much better than the 42-year-old version of Roy. <laughs>
1: so are there like – when you're up in the mountains and stuff, I'm assuming that – I've never been there. And you were telling me like there's there's like hidden – not really hidden. I mean people know about them. But there's lakes that are essentially like untouched by people, right? um yeah I'm, well i, I mean there's not people. there's not like
0: docks and shit out there. no not, no 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 no. yeah no, it's high,
1: just beautiful no, lakes out in the middle
0: of nowhere yeah they're called high mountain lakes or high alpine lakes and you don't yeah. think of lakes being on top of the mountains but yeah. they're everywhere so you have a mountain you have a big bowl a basin then the lake there and then it usually drains out to a stream which runs down a valley which is called a draw um Yep. Just all kind of part of the landscape. I know you're really bad at geography. I know you're Terrible. Bad at.
1: <laughs> I need a. I need a top, topography map every time we do this fucking podcast.
0: Yeah, I know you do. No, that's you, you cool, probably man. don't you even know what a. Like... You probably don't even know what a topo map. <laughs> is. Yeah, you it's actually the top the top of your head. That's what I That's what I call the top of your head.
1: What um? So you've been needing a vacation for a long time. And I know I've been giving you shit about, dude, take some time off, take some time off. So you feel like rejuvenated, batteries recharged, ready to go? Because you just came right back into the shop and started yeah. oiling axes up here. I know.
0: Well, I was going to do a whole, like, you know, a story I'm going back. out there. Yeah, yeah. I was going to do, like, just this whole production thing. Just yeah, keep just everyone. Like, turn it off. I did. I did. Um, awesome. I I listened to a whole bunch of podcasts. This one included on my way out. It's a thirty like again. It's a thirty hour trip out there. You're, so such, a, nar- you're such a narcissist.
1: No. L- listen to our listen to our own podcast. Well. <laughs> I'm just messing with
0: you. Well, you know. It, um, well, did you we, like it? Did you like everything you heard? <laughs> Except whenever you were talking. Um, <laughs> and I, about about 50% of the shows are good. I believe uh, that 100%. <laughs> I believe no, that 100%. But, you know, so I, I'll I'll backtrack a little bit. I listened to uh, Full Blast and and uh, Moonshine was on there. He was and he was joking around with Jeff about. He's like, oh, if you you, you want to get a kick, listen to Roy try to understand freaking dies in every film. So I was like, I wanna, I should go listen to that one again because that was pretty funny. And then Jeff was talking about the Arapoch. Uh, uh, yeah. Lea, Lea, yep. yep. So no, it was just it's just nice to revisit them. Um, you know, I was kind of thinking about.
1: Um, just it is kind of a weird thing to say, but, like, w- when I go – like, I'll even go back and listen to it. It is kind of a narcissistic kind of thing, but, like, I enjoy listening to the people. I'm like – Yeah, you – yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, like, you, you
0: pick up on things because yes. whenever we're doing it, it's, like, in the now. but whenever, Exactly. And we're trying to, you know, just – keep the conversation moving along so that you miss things. And you like to fucking talk over me all the goddamn time. So I miss <laughs> a lot of what they're fucking saying. I love that part.
1: Yeah, Roy gets pissed quick, though. Will you let me fucking talk?
0: <laughs> Jesus. No, so, it's uh, good. So I did. I, I completely shut off. And uh, I, I took yesterday. I had to go... Um, I, I did some, some stuff and whatever, and and I just wanted to get back in the shop for a few hours, so I uh, made cool. an axe yesterday. Awesome, back in the swing. So well, you you made a handle, you didn't make yeah. an axe.
1: <laughs> Speaking of the full blast <laughs> podcast, did you hear the episode yeah. I was on?
0: I did, and I'm I sorry. especially liked the last like ten minutes when you all were talking about me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the hell?
0: I don't even remember uh, talking about. You. Oh, fuck off! But for anybody so, that's listening like, to this podcast,
1: go check out Jeff Fader's uh, Fader Fader Fader. <laughs> that's going to be stuck in my head now. Go check out Jeff's podcast, the Full Blast Podcast, where I did a. Uh, I told a story that I'll probably never ever 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 tell again, and you're only going to get it on the Full Blast Pod. Podcast. And Jeff Pull is going to be making an appearance on the Axe and Iron Podcast what? very soon. I, what very news to me? Yep,
0: I know you all do some pillow talking. He's... So just like fill me, in, fill me <laughs> in here.
1: Jeff's my guy. He's gonna be on. He said he wants to come on. And um, yeah,
0: go listen to the full blast podcast. Go, go. seriously. I thought, I, dude, whenever, whenever I was listening to your all's show, I thought, right. is he rubbing Chris's temples while he's laying on a couch? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it had this very <laughs> Chris. It was very yeah. uh, uncomfortable to talk about but it was cool because that's kind of the direction that his
0: podcast is going whether dude he it's it like or not. it's fucking dr fader in the, in it, the is. it is <laughs> but you know
1: these things evolve and they kind of just grow and i think that's the direction that people are enjoying listening to that kind of content so yeah it was good and that's what i i, I he didn't ask me to say any of that it was like the hell am I going to talk? First of all, you got to fill two hours, which is too long, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did notice that you were, you were, you cut his short. I was trying to like keep <laughs> it going because I am used to an hour, you know, and I think two hours is too long, but that's okay. He's doing a good thing.
0: He's doing a great yeah, it's thing. Awesome. But yeah, awesome. he's going to be on here
1: having fun. He's going to be telling dick jokes and uh, you guys will be making fun of
0: each other and it'll be great. So I yeah. Didn't even know any dick jokes.
1: Look for Fetter coming on soon, and we also have um, we have the the format that I was talking about. I am getting set up right now. It's going to be amazing from a listener standpoint. You guys are gonna love it. It's gonna take a bunch of organizing on Roy and myself's part, but we are gonna make it happen. It's gonna be really cool. I'm not gonna talk about what it is yet, um, but yeah, it's gonna be really cool, and we're gonna get a bunch of um, past people that we've interviewed back on. To hear what they've mm-hmm. been up to since they've been on. So we've been going since it doesn't feel like it, but our first episode was in January, I think. Am oh, I wrong? Really? Yeah, I want to say it was January when we had Brett on.
0: Yes. Brett was yeah. number
1: one. Yeah, he was. Colin Spade, thirteen. <clears throat> so, yeah, man.
0: So, what about you? I saw, I saw you did. Yeah, um, I, I know, I, I know, I missed a lot, but I just saw that you talking about some dude named mike and then like total organization in the shop like, what what's oh going
1: on? yeah so my buddy mike i talked about him on on jeff's podcast um yeah i worked with him for like 20 years in the body industry and he's watched what i've done every year for the last you know however long i've been trying to do this thing on my own and, and he was like what would you think about me coming to work with you? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, you know, it's kind of a different world, man. I don't know if you'd be into it or not. And he's uh he's in his mid-fifties, I think, or early fifties, I don't know. But either way, I've known him for 20 years. He's a great guy, he's a hardworking dude. He's taught me a lot. Um, when I met him, I was 18 and he was 36. Wow. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Wow. And now I always say I'm 30. I'm 37 or 38 now, and he's old. <laughs> That's what I always tell him. But no, so he came to work. His first day was this uh, Monday. What's today? Wednesday we're recording? Yeah. So this Monday, this episode will be out Thursday. Yeah. you guys are listening to it. Yeah, so this week he's going to be... Um, trying to like integrate him in and show him what we do every day and like get trying to get the gist of stuff and he's been like the very first day man he was ready to rock and roll and we got this container that was um crazy disorganized and he sat there and organized it the whole day and it's freaking amazing
0: it looked now really good like,
1: today i needed something and i just opened the door and i walked in and i grabbed it off the shelf there was like oh, no man. looking like it, it was amazing So imagine that. Yeah, it's crazy because usually like there's three of us here and we put things in all different places. But yeah, man, 40 foot container where we um, put a bunch of our uh, overflow tools in gets kind of crazy. And it was just kind of turning into a catch all everything. So he organized that and it's going to be great. But his main focus is going to be um, he wants to eventually get into the helping with the blacksmithing part and some of the fabrication jobs, but his main focus is going to be tools, 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 um, finding, locating,
0: buying, bringing back the same type of tools that you were into before.
1: Yep. Yep. It'll be mostly metalworking tools, blacksmithing tools. Um, you know, very cool. Yep. So that's going to be his main focus. That's going to be awesome to have him on board. Um, we're making a crazy, uh, Bunch of road trips this next couple of days for the next five days, actually. Um, we're going to be heading to Pennsylvania for two days. And then we're coming back home and then going right back up to Pennsylvania for another yeah. day. And we're this is all on tool picks. And then uh, we get one day off and then we go up to New Hampshire. And Jeez we're picking something up in New Hampshire. And on the way back, we're stopping in New York. And that's going to be a couple days and... Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So we're going to do like the world tour. And I told him, I'm like, are you ready? You ready to get in this world? You know, it's like, once I start, man, there's no stopping. We're just oh, driving, shit. driving, driving. So yeah, um, we're going to go pick up a bunch of stuff that I lined up for us. And I'm in the process of um, I've been with my buddy, my buddy, Kevin, I've been friends with my buddy, Kevin for years. He listens to every episode of the podcast. This guy has let me use his trailer for like the most craziest, ridiculous things. He has a really nice steel deck trailer, but it's only a single axle trailer, but it has a ramp on the back, but he has let me drive that thing all around the country. Actually, he asked me a couple times where his trailer has been, and I told him I will not tell him because (laughs) (laughs) I put so many crazy miles on that thing. I've drove drove to some crazy places, picking up way more stuff. I put way more stuff on that trailer than need to be on that trailer. But um, I went this week to buy a brand new dual axle trailer, and I can't find one in, like, the whole tri-state area. Really? Yeah. Come to find out, because of all the COVID crap, a bunch of the trailer manufacturers are, like, held up with production, or they're held up with getting materials, or whatever. COVID Mm -hmm. screwed up the whole trailer situation, which... It's one of those things where when you don't want one, they're everywhere. And then when you need one, you can't find one. So we literally went to four different places yesterday in um, three different places in Maryland. We went to a place in Virginia. Actually, we went to five different places in a a place in West Virginia. And we could not find because I have a very specific trailer that I want, 16 by 6. And I can't find the freaking thing anywhere.
0: So. So
1: And I don't want to buy one. What? You are going to buy a brand new one? I'm buying a brand new one, yes, because I'm just tired of... I don't want somebody else's junk. I don't want somebody else's problems. I just want a brand new freaking trailer with brand new freaking tires on it. Yeah. <laughs> brand new deck. You know, I want to beat the shit out of it. I don't want sure. somebody else's junk. So, yes, <laughs> so, there are plenty of trailers out there used for sale. But, you know, this is just a thing. It's like, you know, a trailer... People beat the crap out of trailers, and I don't want somebody else's crap. I want like so, a brand new trailer.
0: So, so dial me in on cost if you don't want Oh, mind. it's not much. It's not much. Like
1: thirty five hundred bucks for the one I want?
0: That sounds like a lot of money to me.
1: Oh no, the one I really want is about eight thousand dollars.
0: But Jesus. Yeah. So um Is is your truck just a half ton or is it three quarter?
1: No, it's just a half ton. It's just a half ton. So I can't I can't really <laughs> tow like anything stupid crazy anyway, a long distance. So I just want like a 10,000 pound GVW trailer, you know, or even 7,500 pounds would be fine for the most of the stuff that I haul. Anything bigger than that, I got access to other trailers and stuff like that. But I just want a brand new freaking trailer. My buddy Kevin's let me borrow his trailer forever, and it more or less just stays here. I use it more than he does, and I'm just like, man, I need a trailer where I can just like load my shit up, dual axle, and I don't, I can just go, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, of course, we were trying to find one before all this trip, and uh, I got another buddy that has one, and I called him up today, and I'm going to use that to go around the country with, and we've used that thing to drive all around the country with anyway, so I know it's a good trailer, but yeah, that's my deal, and then we've been, we're like three quarters away done on this shop. Am I boring you? You're yawning. No. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> yeah let's start talking about axes uh, speaking matt. of which matt <laughs> matt just i don't even know can i can I, I saw that oh, video i saw oh okay that's up. what i was gonna say i think forging a, a damascus axe yeah i think he released a video today and it's not just like a regular like no Damas- it's a weird one <laughs> it's a weird one yeah um but yeah I
0: I haven't watched
1: it yet. Yeah, go to that works on YouTube, guys, and check this out. Matt made Matt made a kill. I've seen it in person. Um, he laminated handle, killer, killer axe. It looks really, really, really freaking good in person. Um, I haven't watched the video yet, so I can't say the video looks good, but uh, <laughs> <season>. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it as soon as I get off the podcast. Probably. Right, right, sure you are. But no, we're like three quarters away done with the shop, which is awesome. We're trying to yeah. get that beat before frickin' winter gets here because I don't know, I don't know what it's doing in Kentucky, but here it's already getting cold. Yeah, it's, it's been cooling 50, off quick. fifty. Yeah, it. We were ninety five last week, and this week we're going to be in the mid sixties, and it's fifties overnight. So. It's getting cold quick already, and cool. It's nice. I like it. Trust me. Mm-hmm. It's, like, beautiful weather when you wake up in the morning, and it's, like, crisp and, like, refreshing yeah. feeling. But
0: Sleep with the windows open. Exactly. And but
1: yeah. you know what that means. It's, like, winter's right around the freaking corner. Yeah, um, for sure. So trying to get that uh, building squared away before uh, we get our first snow because – Ain't none of us climbing up on that building in the snow, <laughs> metal roof, and no, no fucking I, way. Ilya's Ilya's been a saint with the whole thing because he goes. I sent him up in the bucket. He's the smallest guy out of all of us, and sent him up in the bucket, and he's been like, you would think he's a freaking carpenter. He's been doing so much work up there. So, yeah, it's rolling, it's rolling along good. But I gotta take like uh, two to three weeks. I'll probably, or well, I say one week. I'm going to be gone. I'll be back for a week, and then I go away for another week. Um, so hopefully, we'll be able to f- tighten it all up in between that time. You Before plan on the? You plan on coming down this way anytime? I don't think I'm going to be going south. I was actually just talking to Ben last night, and I would really, really love to go. Uh, ben, snuggle Stewart. up with that. Snuggle up with that mustache. <laughs> go snuggle up with my buddy in his big cowboy hat. His big Jesus. blue cowboy hat. No, I'm looking to get uh, down to Texas. I don't know when, though. You know, it's going to be driving. I don't want to fly anywhere right now. So, All right, so like, wait a me. minute. So, yo, I forgot to tell you. I drove to Ohio while you were gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, it was actually, I did it in one day. It was a 14-hour drive, and it was the same exact distance to your house. That it was to Ohio. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> your, your your place is exactly seven hours from mine, and uh, this place in Ohio I went to was exactly seven hours. So. That's funny. Yeah, so it's a nothing drive. I told you I'm gonna get out there one time. You won't. I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do, but
0: yeah, you won't do I mean, anything. You don't know. Start come here. start a, start a fire with all the bullshit wood there. <laughs> I don't. Jeez, you're an idiot. Matt got some uh, pretty cool wood.
1: Don't ask me what it's called. But it, came <laughs> from, <laughs> it came from uh, South America. He got oh some, he, oh he got some good wood, right? <laughs> he got some. Uh, Help me out with some South American exotic Brazilian, wood. Brazilian it's, rosewood. No, it no, it's cocoa co- Coca-Bola? No. I don't know. Hoa,
0: that's that's
1: Hawaiian. It's it's kinda cool looking though. It's like a it's almost like a walnut but with like these tiger stripes running through it. Like this Yeah, he got he got he said I can have one for a, a hammer handle. So Really? Yeah, I gotta get back on the wrought iron hammers too. I got like a ton of people that want them, but everything's kinda like being put on hold right now. Until I go do the things I need to do in these different states and get back here. So, listen,
0: don't use that piece of wood on your first I one out of the gate. I got it. I got it. it you're, 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 you're marginal <laughs> at best, and you're going to be rusty going into it. I don't so. even think
1: I would say marginal. Well say I have no that's freaking. Fair. I, I idea was what I'm I was I was trying
0: I was trying to be nice.
1: Don't try and be nice. To be. I have no freaking idea what I'm doing, but I'm figuring it out.
0: But oh, did you see that laminated handle that fucking Ben Snoor did right before I left? He was like inspired by Vintage Axe works, the one with the walnut on the outside. No, I actually unfollowed Ben. Um, <laughs> a ago.
1: I talked to him I talked you to him so much in. on the phone. I talked to him so much on the phone that I didn't want I didn't really care what he had going on on
0: Instagram anymore. You don't need to see what the no, fuck he's I doing didn't. up there. You really no, wait, didn't see are it. You ta- are you talking about the laminated wedge? No, he did. So you you know that uh, basket yeah, weave thing? pattern that he did. That oh yeah, like yes, wife. Yes, had? yeah. That's not his hammer. That's why. Well, it's his I wife's know, hammer. It's his
1: wife's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. But he fucking made it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I hate hammer. It's a good hammer. It's a good hammer. I like that hammer. It's cool. You know, the handle's a little skinny, but... Is it? I actually... Like they go, fucking yeah. meat hands. Ben, I want a hammer, but don't... don't I just want a head. Because it was a God damn it, I'm not sending you a hammer without a hammer. <laughs> he says, I'll, I'll make you one it will fit your goddamn gorilla hands. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> Ben, don't send me a handle Don't send me a hammer with a handle on it It's not going to work, trust
0: Seriously, me. you got
1: some big like, man myths I was like, these like, freaking guys send me hammers And I feel like I'm holding toothpicks And Ben's are like massively toothpicks But people love them Guy makes a nice handle, makes a nice hammer
0: Yeah, what are you going to do? Big man stop, myths Stop for me <laughs> Seriously, you need a fucking I try, re-
1: I try and explain it The only one that gets it is John Ariani From Sunset Forge he, Me and him are like we're separated at birth because we have the same size head and we oh, have like the God. same, we have the same size hands. Oh geez.
0: So no he two he people gets can it. can fit in any room at the same time. John's got this John's got
1: the sledgehammer that I want and he knows I want it and he'll, he'll never give it to me. I know him. He'll never, ever give it to me. But John's made me, John's made me two or three beautiful hammers and his handles always fit perfectly in my hands. No he, complaints.
0: You need fucking restraining orders on those hands. Jesus. Because he gets it.
1: <laughs> These <laughs> hands are registered weapons, Lloyd. Oh, God. <laughs> You're
0: but no, everything's game.
1: going good, man. We're freaking uh, all three of us here. Now four of us here. We're all super busy, so, and we're getting ready to get a lot busier.
0: So here's a question for you. Yeah. So you said you were 18, and he was 36. So could Chris Cash at 18... 18,
1: 36. No, I'm just kidding. Go
0: ahead. So, could 18-year-old Chris Cash imagine being a 36-year-old Chris Cash and hiring an 18-year-old?
1: Oh, isn't that
0: crazy? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't think so. There's no way I'd hire no. a fucking 18-year-old. I'd have to slap him around. I was seriously such
1: an asshole, too.
0: Oh, shocker.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, I don't think I could ever do that. I've actually had people. I did that little question thing today on uh oh! You took a questionnaire? No, no, no! I did the thing where people can ask you a question. I've never done that. Oh in, yeah, yeah. In, in stories on Instagram, and there was like three guys that asked to, uh, you know, how do I get hired there, or can we work as an apprentice? And I'm like, you don't want to come.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is the most disorganized place. <laughs> you couldn't pay me enough to work no. with you every day. Yeah, Jesus, it's, uh, <laughs>
1: it's pretty crazy. But it's getting there, man. We're we're like we're 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 like trucking right along man i can't i have no complaints whatsoever everybody's busy we're we got stuff coming down the pipeline we have a bunch of projects going on and orders and all kinds of. i got some crazy cool stuff coming up that um once i get back from this little uh road trip extravaganza of picking some stuff up um which so, i'm gonna share i'm gonna share along the way we're, we're picking up a bunch of tools and stuff
0: really cool so stuff. any can you give any specifics on tools you're looking at or like potentially I power not, I hammer. Get it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. We're definitely going to power hammer um,
0: for resale.
1: Nope. nope. No. For Yep. It's probably going to stay here. Wow. It's almost 100% going to stay here. Um, we're not reselling that one because it's super cool. And it's really old and it's pretty awesome.
0: So what's the status of the one you've been working on?
1: Is it oh, on I hold? Just got, no, 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 no. I just literally just picked up the parts from the machine shop yesterday. So I had to get okay. more I had to get more machining done on it because we like I said on one of the episodes, we assembled the whole thing and everything was all screwed up and the casting was messed up. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. my machinist buddy, he's like a, a literal world renowned machinist. Um I've never, never heard <laughs> of him. Well, that's because I've never said his name. Because uh, Well if I he's world
0: fucking renowned. think right the world would know nope. him.
1: Nope. Right he's down not down the street world from renowned. He's he world a- renowned. In in the he, world he's in.
0: In the world he's
1: in, listen, in the world he's in, everybody knows who he is. I, I even brought—I said his name in front of Matt, and he's like, how do you know that guy? And I said, he lives, like, literally a quarter mile down the road. He's like, are you freaking kidding me? So, um, but, yeah, in the world he's in, he does some crazy, crazy machining, and uh, he's nice enough to take my – bullshit jobs in when i bring him over there (laughs) that's awesome though but he's super cool he's very fair with me on pricing and everything he does is dead on the money and he has no idea what i'm doing he does not care about a power hammer he knows Mm -hmm. he knows kind of what it does but you know he doesn't like it's not in his realm it's not in his scope of tools so when i bring him this part and go this does this and it connects to this and then this slams up and down and he's like
0: Yeah. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) I just need to, I need to bore this out. Yep.
1: Exactly. Yep. So everything he gives to me is called a, um, everything he gives back to me is called running fit, which means the parts slide into each other, but when Mm -hmm. they slide into each other, there is zero gap. You can't Mm -hmm. see anything and it is amazing that, that he does very, very, very good work. So yeah, I just got the parts back yesterday and, um, I have to do one more thing to it before final assembly, and then hopefully, uh, b- before it starts snowing, we'll be <laughs> hammering yeah. with the damn thing. So
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it'll be cool. Like, that project ran out every- – all these projects, you know, they're just kind of like – I set myself uh, goals as far as dates of, like, when I want them done. And they don't really ever happen. Like, the building I wanted done by the end of August, well, here we're in middle of September, and it's still not mm-hmm. done. It's fine, though. Like, what is a, What is you know? What is the big rush? I'm not in, like, a hurry for anything. It's like, not like this thing can't happen without this thing. Like, everything's going to still run as normal. So,
0: Yeah, but it's, like, it's just always in the back of your mind. I need to get this done. I need to get it done. Yeah. The, but you know, once that thing's done, like, something else is going to pop up that needs to be done. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, it's nice to check things off the list and actually see it progress. Is. Like, tangible things that you can say, I finished this. Move on the next thing,
1: but like everything I'm doing, I'm totally fine with the time frames because like, they're not nothing's a small task. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I spent like a whole year restoring a power hammer, you know, like from the ground up. It's basically what a, what we're doing, and um, I'm gonna do it in like you know a couple months, and which I'm fine yeah. with, you know. So and the same thing with the building, it's a fucking forty by forty eight building that we're doing ourselves, and none of us have ever built anything this large or high before, you know. So it's like. Yeah.
0: Does it come with an instruction manual or something? No. Like no. Like how the fuck do you know what you're doing? Ilya
1: Ilya has a palette. Oh
0: god, here we go. Ilya
1: has a palette <laughs> that he writes measurements down on <laughs> on Sharpie.
0: <laughs> so we <laughs> yeah. measure
1: we have to do all this measuring and stuff for the bracing and squaring up and we're just learning as we go, and we've we've messed up more than we've done right. And yeah. we've taken it all back apart and we We did one S- section of the roof three times. <laughs> just, i'm not joking it's okay not, to say i'm not surprised it's okay i'm i'm completely fine with that And people are probably gonna laugh about it but i don't give a shit because we have we don't know what we're doing as far as like construction and measurements go like stuff like that we know stuff needs to be square but like we'd start doing something and we like realize like oh i think we're off an inch here and then we'd like just keep going because we're all dumbasses and we just want to like see the end it's true and then we'd stand back and look at it and go, "Okay, why the fuck did we put all that together?" <laughs> and we fucking take everything back apart.
0: Oh We've done that.
1: We've done that three times now. So, like I said, we're seventy-five percent done with this thing. We got the last, uh, last little bit of roof panels to go on. We have some bracing and some walls to go up, and we are freaking done with this thing.
0: So but- how how do you know like where to put things? How, like. Did you buy so some sort so the of guy kit? that
1: tore this the guy that tore the building down? Yes, it was a kit from Bethlehem Steel that they had okay. made uh, back in the '60s or '50s, one of those. And the actual shop was used to make trusses for smaller steel buildings. That's what they did in this shop. Okay. So it, he found out where the building was. That they were just going to scrap it, but it was like a at the time it was like a really nice building which it still is it still is a really nice building and they said we're gonna throw it away because well what if me and two guys come here and we tear it down mind you this was back in the early 90s and this mm-hmm. was still like a really nice building so he tore it down with him and his two buddies back in the 90s in january in like 22 degree weather he says he remembers it being freezing cold and back then his intention was to tear this building down and put it right back up on his farm so he has this notebook paper oh, of uh, all the instructions of where <laughs> oh measurements were. Right? It was like so where measurements were, where the boor- where this bolt was, where this board went, yada yada yada. So Pretty, now you
0: now you fucking so, idiots are playing a rector set
1: with So <laughs> now we're playing a rector set and we oh have this God. sheet from 30 years ago and i'm like john coffee stains on it (laughs) john john is the greatest dude ever he's been on my instagram a couple times he's he's the one with the john Deere that always comes over he's my neighbor he comes over and helps me do anything i ask him to do he he helped me helps me out so i had this paper that he wrote and we're staring at the building and i'm asking (laughs) him questions and he goes i don't even remember what those numbers are for (laughs) I'm i'm like because we have this beam that's 15 and a half feet, but we don't know where this beam used to go because nothing on this building is 15 and a half feet. It's like,
0: he goes, Oh my God. Uh,
1: well, but the configuration of the building was uh, a bit different. So it was uh, two 16 foot bays and then a 14 foot bay, and you drove into it from the side. Now we okay. turned it into three 16 foot bays that you're going to come in from the front on. So we kind of changed the configuration on it to the, to the original building. As far as like um, the way they had it set up. So we have these structure Just bracing rods. What?
0: Sounds like you're introducing problems.
1: We kind of are, but nothing major. We we have like these bracing nothing rods. Nothing made three
0: to three times sounds major to me.
1: <laughs> we yeah. had these bracing rods that were specifically <clears throat> built to go um, a certain length across the top of the roof. Uh-huh. And. The building wasn't put, obviously, the building wasn't put in the exact same spot that it was taken down at. So these rods are non adjustable. Wherever they bolted is where they bolted. Mm-hmm. Well, now we get them up there and we're like, what the hell? This rod's like an inch short. It was like, oh, talk to engineer buddies. If the building's not put in the exact same spot, you're going to have to add a turnbuckle to that thing so you can adjust it. And that's oh, so it's like, oh, now we got 12, we got 12 20 foot rods that need to be cut down. And turnbuckles need to be solid, you know. Just little things like that. Nothing major, though. Everything's going together great. So
0: it does not sound like everything's going together great. No, it is. <laughs>
1: it's going together great. It's going together Dude, great. you're way more We've positive. Got more, <laughs> we got some more sheet metal to put on this thing, and put some bracing up in some walls, and it's going to be good. So, thing.
0: like, did you like concrete bolt all the all the?
1: Yes, the, the, all <laughs> that was professionally done. <laughs> all okay. was, yeah, all that was professionally done. Yeah. I some, yeah. I had somebody come out and, uh, did that for somebody that builds those buildings all the time. So, um, this is just a pavilion too. You got to remember we're not putting walls on this thing. No walls so at all. No. So it's just, well, there's going to be half walls, but it's just a standing, it's just going to be a pavilion for the animals and
0: mm-hmm. for us. <laughs> That's pretty much it. There's going to be animals over there and and we
1: might do some so, work
0: out there in the spring and summer and stuff. But. So why don't you want to put walls on it?
1: Um, I kind of have this idea in my head of what I want it to be. What I'm kind of modeling it off of, which is the, yeah. um, there's going to be walls. This, this is kind of hard to explain. It's going to be like a pavilion. Clearly, kind of clearly you're gonna gonna doing be a, a terrible job <laughs> explaining. The <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I hate your guts. Why do we even do this podcast? I don't, I don't know. no, I'm modeling it off the, um, uh, when you say model, do
0: you mean copy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a copy because this building's not nearly that large. But in Texas, where they have the forging competition no. every year, the um, uh, Mobile Loaves and Fishes Forge,
0: where oh, Haley course, yeah.
1: and Evan <laughs> were, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> where they worked at, they have an outdoor forge with like four forging stations in it, and there's like two power hammers back there, and it's just a really great setup. And I'm kind of want that kind of vibe and that kind of feel to it, so. Granted, they don't have to deal with snow there, but, you know, we'll work, we'll figure it out. I don't know. Just everything's figuring out as I go, man. It's fine. Well, it's all
0: it, good. It, it seems like it's taking you a little bit longer to figure it out. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: I'm not trying to be an asshole. You, We're know, not a, you know what? I'll just take pallet wood and put it on the walls. Will that Do make it. you feel better?
0: Do it. Do <laughs> it, go motherfucker. Get a bunch
1: of pallets yeah. and just put pallet
0: wood up everywhere. Do it. Do it because that's I, what you that that's what you did. Listen, <laughs> motherfucker head. These. Pal- oh,
1: uh, shit. Are garbage. Were,
0: <clears throat> no, they're they were all free. stupid. OK, I'm done talking. <laughs> this is the part of the show where we're going to give some shout outs This is the part of the show where we're going to give
1: some shout outs to people that are awesome, that we think are awesome, that we love and we want yeah you to know about that's all right, the whole so, reason we're doing this podcast is so that, you know, people can find out. We are, Oh, coming up, guys. After I get back from my trip and all that good stuff, all, all, all of you 10 listeners, uh, we will be having guests on. And we'll be right back to our normal format. This one was just kind of squeeze it in. Roy's back. I'm going on a trip right after this. So,
0: yeah. Hit it, Roy. Who do you got? Jeremy Perkins. So, I mentioned a couple weeks ago that I did their podcast called Bucket Talk. Um, he and his partner have started uh, a company, or his partner did. It's called Brunt Workwear, and they have donated a pair of work boots for me. Um, they've got several styles, um, and he just sent me a couple links to their their site. And I'm getting – it's called the Ring, R-Y-N-G. Um, these, these boots look really freaking nice. Agile boots. It offers ultra-light design, beefed-up features. So, are they available in men's <clears> sizes? They, they are. Um, <laughs> but thankfully, they offer women's as well. Um, well you there. You go. There you go. I got to get my size fives. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm super stoked. So just Where out of nowhere. Can we find out more information about this? What's it called? So Jeremy Perkins is Jeremy the guy. Okay. Uh, but they also do a podcast called Bucket Talk. I don't know what his partner's name is <laughs> off the top the of my head. What's the name of the workwear company? Uh, Brunt. B-R-U-N-T. Okay. Bruntworkwear.com. There you go. Um, so I'm very excited about getting some new boots. Uh, I'm on my feet all day, every right day. Right before out here. winter, too. Yeah, seriously. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. So thank you, Jeremy, and Brunt Workwear. I appreciate it. Who you got? Brunt workwear.
1: I got a gentleman by the name of Chris King. You can find Chris King at Royalty Forge on Instagram. Chris is an avid listener of the Axe and Iron Podcast. He's a great dude. We send messages back and forth every week. He's an awesome, awesome guy. He's trying to learn his learn his craft. And uh, he is a um, uh, father to some kids and a uh, husband. And the amateur blacksmith is what his profile says. And, uh, yeah, he's making some pretty cool stuff. And he's kind of experimenting with hammers right now. And, uh, yeah, go follow Chris King at Royalty Forge. Chris is
0: a good dude. I talk to him a lot. He actually sent me a couple messages saying, just giving me shit. Like, you know, well, tough crowd. That's, that's no, good. No, he's like, tough crowd you got there. Like, apparently, some people responded to uh, uh, past episodes. So uh, that was pretty funny. More so, yeah. people need to DM Roy and give him crap. That is not true at all. <laughs> Once again, we would like to
1: thank our amazing sponsor for this episode, our friends at EVAPO Rust. I got some awesome projects coming up with Evaporus. As soon as I get some time, I was actually configuring this tank out of uh, – I'm going to do a big giant tool in a big yeah. giant tank, and it's going to be epic. But um, time is not on my side right now with all the other stuff going on. But please go over to Evaporush. Check them out on Instagram. Buy the product. It is amazing. You will absolutely love it. It'll change the way you do things when it comes to tool
0: restoration or
1: anything rusty. It doesn't matter. The shit works on everything. It's amazing.
0: And for the record, I'm getting ready to put four Black Ravens in the tank. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Check them out at Evaporus. DM them if you have any questions. Try not to DM me, please. I can't answer every single question about Evaporus. We loved to the response we got from you guys with the Vaporust. But yeah, DM them. They'll answer all your questions.
0: They are very they quick love, to
1: respond. They are. They love hearing from customers and they love seeing what you guys are doing. So tag myself, Chris at Mount Phillip MetalWorks, tag Roy at Vintage Works. tag evaporust, and let's see what you guys are doing. I love seeing it all. It's great. Thanks for listening, guys. And that is a wrap on the X and i
0: there you go (laughs) you're a fucking idiot